0: Good morning to all. Today we are going to learn about Western blotting technique. It is a type of immunoblotting technique. So this is is a very important topic and can be asked as a 5 mark question. uh, The methods of Western blotting technique and the applications of Western blotting technique is also important. Maybe it can be asked as a separate question also. So, Western blotting is an analytical technique used to detect specific proteins in a given sample of tissue homogenate or extract. That is in a uh, tissue homogenate or extract in a mixture, uh, there we can detect a specific protein. This technique involves the transfer of protein blots at first and then identification by specific antibodies. This is very useful to understand the nucleic acid functions particularly during the course of gene manipulation. The principle behind western blotting is that its specificity. That is this technique depends upon the specificity of binding between a molecule of interest in a mixture of many other similar molecules. There will be mixture of similar molecules from which we can identify a specific protein. In western blotting technique, the molecule of interest, that is we are detecting protein. So the molecule of interest is always protein. And the probe which is used to detect the protein is antibody raised against that particular protein. Uh, Now advantages and disadvantages. Advantages are this technique is useful to analyze uh, samples like uh, from cells, tissues, also recombinant samples can be identified by using Western blotting technique. This technique is very specific and sensitive and also depends on the quality of the probe used. And the amount of sample required in this test is very less. The disadvantages are if proteins is de- proteins are degraded quickly, they cannot be analyzed using Western blotting technique. And this technique takes more time than other tests. This test is also co- it is costly, and false or subjective results can be obtained. It is just a semi-quantitative test. Only approximate estimation can be obtained, not a precise measurement of molecular weight of the protein. It is impossible. Uh, then George Stark, Harry Tobin, Neil Burnett and their groups are credited for developing Western blotting techniques during late 1970s. Coming to the methods, that is, steps in Western blotting technique. The first step is sample preparation, followed by gel electrophoresis, then protein transfer, then protein staining, then blocking, washing, analysis and detection. The first step is sample preparations the samples obtained will be mostly solid tissues and they are broken down by using mechanical blender the sample may be taken as whole tissue from cell culture bacteria virus or environmental samples tissue preparation is all often done at cold temperature to avoid protein denaturation so there are various methods in sample preparation various steps uh, various methods by using which we can prepare the sample. The first method is detergent lysis for tissue culture. By using assorted detergents, salt, buffer. They can be used to solubilize the protein. The next is enzymatic digestion for bacteria, yeast and fungal cells. For this we can use anti-protease and phosphatase enzymes. The next one is mechanical homogenization. That is we will be using a mechanical homogenizer and Uh, Things are made uniform or similar. Uh, The next is ultrasonication for cell suspension. In this, the sample is agitated and an extract is obtained. Extract of sample is obtained. This is the first step. And the next step is gel electrophoresis. Gel electrophoresis is a method for separation and analysis of macromolecules and their fragments based on their size and charge. Gel electrophoresis is usually of two types, agarose gel electrophoresis and SDS page electrophoresis. This agarose gel electrophoresis is for DNA and RNA and the SDS page electrophoresis is for protein. So in this western blotting technique, we will be using SDS page electrophoresis for proteins. Uh, The proteins are separated by gel electrophoresis. And it depends upon like we will be taking the factors like isoelectric point molecular weight, weight, electric charge or their combinations. The principle involved in differences in the electrophoretic mobilities of different proteins that is electrophoretic mobilities means it is the rate of migration upon electric field strength. The process in an electrophoretic chamber is like the sample will be first loaded and buffer will be loaded then it will be covered with a lid then will be giving electric supply and run the gel under appropriate conditions. When the tracking gel reaches the bottom of the gel turn off the power supply disconnect the lids uh, that is disconnect the power supply then remove the lid and remove the gel from electrophoretic apparatus then process the protein transfer that is the next step so after gel electrophoresis the next step is transferring of proteins so the proteins should be accessible to antibody so they are moved from within the gel onto a membrane made of nitrocellulose or polyvinylidine difluoride PVDF so the membrane is placed on the top of the gel and to above this a stack of filter paper is placed and this entire stack is placed in a buffer solution this moves up the up the paper by capillary action so the by it is it will be moving upwards by capillary action and along with it the proteins will be present this is one method of transferring the protein the another method of transferring protein is by electroblotting it uses electric current to pull proteins from gel into PVDF or nitrocellulose membrane. The next step is protein staining. So the protein in gel should be completely eluted. That is it should be removed by washing. And uh, as proteins are they are not directly visible. So it should be stained. The proteins usually stained by pound, pound cube s Stain free techniques. Cyproruby, Epicoconon, Kumasi R350, Amido Black, and CY5 are the most commonly used stains in protein staining. The next step is blocking. That is, uh, we, should, we will be getting a result, a meaningful result, if the antibodies bind to the specific protein, that is, to the protein of interest and not to the membrane. So, to avoid non specific binding, uh, it, it should be reduced and non-specific binding of antibodies uh, should be reduced. And this can be done by blocking the unoccupied site in the membrane by inert protein or non-ionic detergents. And the blocking agents which we use should be specific towards the membrane and not towards the antibody. Antibody and protein will be binding and to the membrane these blocking agents will be binding. The commonly used blocking agents are BSA that is bovine serum albumin non fat meal, casein gelatin dilute solution of tween 20 colloidal carbon etc The next step is detection uh, during detection process membrane is probed for the protein interest with antibodies and links them to reporter enzyme uh, after this the, they drive a colorimetric or photometric signal and we can detect. The two methods for detection are one step detection and two step detection. One step detection probe antibody is directly obtained and in two step detection primary antibody and secondary antibody will be there. The next step after detection is washing That is, if uh, unbound antibodies are present it can cause high background and poor detection. So washing is required to remove unbound antibodies from the membrane. uh, For washing we will be using dilute solution of twin 20 in TBS or PBS buffer is commonly used for washing. Now we have to analyze the protein. For analysis, the techniques used are colorimetric detection, chemiluminescent technique, radioactive detection or fluorescent detection. After unbound props are washed, western blotting is ready for detection of the props and they are labeled and bound to protein of interest. The size approximations are taken by comparing stained band to that of marker loaded during electrophoresis. Process. This process will be repeated for a structural protein such as actin or tubulin that should not change between the samples. So these are the various steps in uh, western blotting technique. Then now analysis. Uh, analysis is over. Now application. Application is also very important and it can also be asked as a separate question. So, application involves uh, the Western blotting technique is extensively used in biochemistry for qualitative detection of single proteins and protein modifications. So, it is extensively used in biochemistry. It is also used as a definitive test for bovine spongiform encephalopathy. This is a disease that is mad cow disease. Uh, for this, uh, it is this uh, Western blotting technique is a definitive test. Then, a study on stem cell signaling and differentiation as well as drug response in tumor cell have been studied using advanced single cell western blotting technique. Western blotting is commonly used for clinical diagnosis of various parasitic and fungal disease. The uh, analysis of IgG fraction purified from human plasma can be done by western blotting technique. And the most important one is diagnosis of HIV by ELISA involves Western blotting technique. Western blotting technique is also used to detect some form of Lyme disease and this is a confirmatory test for Hepatitis B. Uh, The Western blotting technique is also used in analysis of biomarkers such as hormone growth factors and cytokine. This technique is also employed in gene expression techniques. So these are the various applications of Western blotting technique. So we have learned about the methods methods in Western blotting technique as well as its applications. So that's all. Thank you.